Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, I am great. It is the holiday season. We love the holidays over here at Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. You it sound is like you want to die. The most joyous <laughs> time of the year. Okay, that's a little bit more tearful, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. Do you have and, your tree up? Uh, no, it's a long story. We haven't put it up yet. So as as of right now, it is December third. A little peek behind the curtain. It's December third. Mm. We haven't put our tree up yet. We were supposed to do it this weekend. Shit happened. It the tree oh. did not go up yet. It's it's gonna it's gonna go up. Uh, probably take a couple more days, but it'll it'll get up there. What what what, what are you letting me like that for? You don't even don't, have a tree up. I don't think it's coming up. It's definitely going to. I'm not having the entire holiday season without a Christmas tree. I'm think I'm I have a premonition it's not happening. Mm, that would be really sad. But uh yeah. you should speak. You just you don't you don't have a Christmas tree up. Sure I do. Such lies. Wow, you are yeah, lying do. to our no. precious listeners. No, I we I, we have one up. It's beautiful. You have like a little like rosemary bush or something i have bobbles okay anyway moving on uh as you can see from the title we're covering jack frost because who doesn't want to talk about dead fathers coming back to life as snowmen with a magical harmonica around the holidays um that's, that's not the movie that i saw <laughs> did you rock did you watch the wrong movie i was, um, I was gonna ask that like, we're is... watching the Michael Keaton movie and not the scary mm, horror movie, right? No, I'm watching. Not, I not watched... the uh, not the uh, Santa Claus three with Martin Short. I watched. Well, I watched. It was. It's from 1997, right? 
and it had Jack Frost and he was like this this like vengeful murderer <laughs> that like turned into a snowman and was killing everybody. <laughs> That might have been more realistic than this movie. <laughs> um, uh, of course, we're not alone. Uh, as is, you know what? What do you want to do around the holidays? Spend time with your friends and family. And friend of the pod, Cody, is on yet again to chat with us about a movie. Hi, Cody. How are you? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to all one Thank and you. all. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which movie did you see, Cody? Uh, I watched the Michael Keaton movie. Uh. Okay. Yeah, I even and also, you know, and asked you to confirm that. Gotta make it work. Uh, I mean, it's fine, everything's fine. No, I'm totally joking. I, of course, watched the rape <laughs> movie, I'm a professional. But Cody, we've missed you so we've seen you less since um, our Boy Meets World days. But how, how have you been? What's been going on? I've been well. We've been uh, doing well here in the Patterson household. And, Perfect. Um, yeah, going strong. Cody, um, how many times in our friendship have I asked you if you were on Central Time Zone? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? I I think there is a history of you thinking that I still live in Texas. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. but the ironic thing yes. is, I actually live in the central time zone now uh yeah that was uh news that i had heard that you'd moved to st louis yeah i live in st louis oh now you could watch that isn't there a christmas movie meet me in st louis there you go i don't know if it's a christmas movie but there's definitely a movie oh maybe it's not christmassy i'm not sure maybe it's christmassy i could have swore i saw it on like when i was in hbo pulling this movie up i'm pretty sure i saw that like it was under their like Umbrella oh, it is. Oh, there this is the perfect time to see Mimi in St. Louis. See, there you go. What a great idea. Now, yeah, so we um we wanted you have because we uh we wanted to have you on because it's holiday season. You have to get yes. together with your friends during the holiday season. And um th- the thing is is that you know, Jess and I have covered four seasons of Christmas, which means that we've done like eight to ten christmas movies now we're at, we're hitting the bottom of the barrel <laughs> so yeah, we're hitting yeah. the part where I, it's like I, we're not watching the santa claus we're yep. not doing home alone we've done nope. those yep. so here we are with jack frost i mean at the very least we have a movie with michael keaton right yes. like michael keaton is n- no schlub um the thing is though i haven't seen this movie since i was a child and sarah do you know the last time you saw this movie before this recent watch no, I don't. I honestly don't know if I've seen this movie because. Oh my god, really? Yeah, because so I was a very scared child. Um, this would have terrified you. And like, and I already got fucked when they started doing like in Pinocchio when all the kids turn into donkeys. Like it was really bad times for me. So I don't watch anything where people turn into something else. Yeah. Um, like snowmen so i never i never saw this movie however i i didn't realize it was going to be so relatable when i <laughs> started watching this movie i cannot wait to break that down yeah um but also cody 
I figured because Sarah was like, oh, Cody's coming on for Jack Frost. And I was like, great. It sounds good. And I just assumed you'd seen this movie before. But you said pre-pod you've never seen this movie before. I have never now. seen this. I was a grown adult when this came out. So it was it was kind of on my radar. I knew it existed. I remember like when the trailers came out and yeah. the, you know they announced it. But I never went and saw it. This is the first time I'm seeing it. So. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like I, I remembered the the concept of the yeah. film, but I didn't remember pretty much any of the details. So yeah, we're talking Jack Frost today. This movie was like is not rated very highly on IMDb. It like didn't do well at the box office. <laughs> like generally, I don't think it has a ton of people clamoring to talk about it or watch it every year. It's not one of those like Home Alones, the Santa Claus. It is not something that people watch annually around the holidays. Um, but <laughs> we're here to talk about it regardless. Yeah, I, I messaged you all and said, hey, are you getting ready to do holiday movies? And you're like, sure, what do you have in mind? So I went through like the list of 90s holidays movies and I'm like, well, they're not doing Home Alone. They're not doing this. They're not doing... Well, there's about three or four and <laughs> Jack Frost was on that list and it yeah. didn't really get much better from there. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. said Jack Frost. We had Jack Frost on our list. We said... Yeah. Let's go, I guess. <laughs> and the thing is, though, at the very least, this movie is like, you can talk about it. Sure. Like, you're not sure. going to necessarily say the best things about it, but you can certainly talk about it. And yeah. it's, we, we got it. We got to break that. This movie. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, first, I think most of the budget came from the graphics and maybe music licensing. Oh, yeah. They didn't yeah. It anywhere else. Yeah, because we have like so the the main the main guy played by Michael Keaton, his name is Jack Frost, because of course it is. Yes. And he is the singer in like a rock band. And they this takes place in Colorado, which is unusual, I would say, for Christmas films. Most of the time it's like New York or bust. So it is nice to see a little bit of, you know, different state representation here. Um, but he basically is away from home a lot and like a, away from his son, Charlie, who is like, because it's a holiday movie, you know, he's like on the hockey team. And uh, and so, yeah, so it's interesting. Like, it doesn't seem like Sarah, it bothers his wife a lot that he's away. Like, she doesn't really give him that much of a hard time about it. Uh, no, because he, this is his job. It's, and he's successful. It's not like he's a, uh, a musician that plays on Tuesday nights at the local bar, you know, like he's yeah. really getting somewhere and it seems as though their band is about to take off, um, as we see in the beginning of the movie. So the wife played by, uh, John Travolta's wife, uh, Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston, who I read a bit about, and gosh, like that woman had such like a hard life, and it was just like really sad. Um, all the shit that she's been through, and she passed away in 2020 from breast cancer. Oh no, which I didn't was know only that. a few years after her son died. Oh my was, god. Yeah, and there that's that's just the the tip of the iceberg about the tragedies that I read about, but um. Yeah, Gabby, Gabby Frost doesn't seem that phased because she understands that uh, her husband is a working musician. But you know who it does bother? Little Charlie, who I actually, a lot of the times when we watch these movies, 
I really shit on the kids. Like, how much grief did I give Kellen, Kellen, Kevin, Kellen McAllister? Kevin McAllister. <laughs> yeah, you're like, he's a little shit. And I'm like, yeah. he's trying to protect his life and his home. No, he was the worst kid ever. Now, Charlie, I think, is a good kid. Like, I think. That's because he's-, he's boring. I don't find him boring. He's smart. He's uh, good at hockey. All the little set he protects the little second graders from the seventh graders in vicious snowball fights. Um, he is doing the shit. And on top of that, when his dad dies, he's shoveling the snow for Gabby. He didn't have to shovel the snow. He but he did. And then, of course, everyone's like, Charlie, you're crazy because you keep talking to a snowman. Well, He's yeah, not? this is so. This is the question I have, Cody. Yeah, because yes. no. I don't. What I don't understand is that later, when the snowman comes to life, right? Like when he plays the har- magical harmonica, and like his dad gets transported into this snowman body. It doesn't seem like it does seem like he he moves and people notice he moves. But when he talks and people are watching Charlie have this conversation with the snowman. It doesn't seem like the snowman's mouth moves. So it looks Charlie look insane for this sure. whole movie. Yeah. They tried to do the camera angles where maybe it was like from the back, from the side. But I can see what you're saying. It felt like it didn't phase anyone that there's a talking snowman. It just seemed like it was perfectly normal. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is insane. Yeah. Like I it think- truly is crazy. I think it's a bit of Christmas magic. I think that in charlie's mind he's moving him all over town but in reality charlie has the snowman on a little red rag wagon and is <laughs> toting him all over the place yeah certainly possible because so like right after charlie's dad gets home they like build this snowman together and uh jack gives charlie this harmonica that he's like oh i got this on the day you were born it's magical and i'll be able to hear it no matter where i am um but the thing that i found funniest was okay so first of all obviously we already said michael keaton's character's name is jack frost which is so ridiculous because frost is not a last name it's it's just frankly not and but the best part to me was when he shows up at home He's wearing like a snowman hat. And I've never seen a human being wear this hat in my entire life. He's a musician. You know, they're, they wear hats. They wear different kinds of hats. Yeah. He went to the local thrift shop and picked up the hat and was like, this is my cool guy hat. I'm a cool dad. The tagline is even, uh, what's the tag? The tagline is, he's the world's coolest dad and he's going to prove it. If he doesn't melt first. (laughs) If he doesn't melt first. Is that what the ending is? Well, that's what it says on the trailer. Jack Frost is getting a second chance to be the world's coolest dad. Dot, dot, dot. If he doesn't melt first. Mm -hmm. But in in order to be the world's coolest dad, you have to have that hat. Or just, you know, show up to your kid's hockey game. Right? Like, this is a tale as old as time. Yeah, I, I didn't feel like he was like this deadbeat dad that's just always busy and 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 doesn't love his kid he truly loves charlie it seems like he and charlie have a great relationship you know they're laying there in bed having a a very uh father-son conversation charlie's like hey what'd you bring me oh what do you mean what i bring you i I brought you this magic harmonica that that i that i found so it doesn't seem like they have a broken relationship it just so happens he had to go do something during the hockey game 
Yeah, and this is I think this is where Gabby comes down hard on yeah. Jack. It's not that he's busy and that he like has other things that he has to do. It's that he promised Charlie. She's like just don't promise him if you're not going to be there because he takes your promises seriously. And so Jack misses like because he has to record this like song and all the way also we haven't talked about him yet and we we, we really need to. His bandmate Mac is played yes. by Mark Addy and I'm fairly certain this is not this man's real accent because I've seen him in so many things and he certainly does not have this like, is he supposed to be Irish? <laughs> I, th- I mean, with a name like Mac, I certainly suppose so. Wait, he was born in, in England. Yeah, <gasps> what he, is I think he's English. Accent? He was in um, what? Uh, Downton Abbey. Is Mr. Bakewell in Downton Abbey. He was in The Knight's Tale. Uh, oh. I, think he did I just assumed Thrones, he was maybe? faking it. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, he's so funny. He's authentic. So yeah, this is his like bandmate slash BFF who I really liked his role. And I liked how he stayed involved in, in Charlie's life. Like even after, uh, Jack passes away. Um, but yeah, so they, this is like the whole thing, right? It's like very snowy in Colorado. There's snowball fights, there's hockey. And of course, Charlie is devastated that Jack doesn't make it to his hockey game. And so Jack says, you know what? I'm going to make it up to you. We're going to go up to the mountains, just the three of us. We're going to spend Christmas Day there. We're going to turn off our phones. No work, nothing. We're going to have a great time. Cody, this does sound like such a fun idea for like a family getaway around Christmas. It, it does. Uh, our family actually did a cabin in the mountains one Christmas. And it was fantastic. We loved it. Yeah. Wow. Did you have snow? Did you get snow? On the ground uh, we did have did snow. Yeah. Yeah. It's so magical. There's something so magical about snow on Christmas Day. And I I love the idea of this. I think the actual um like logistics seems stressful to me because you're not just bring like what are they going to have a tree at the cabin? Like what about all the presents? We have to schlep all the presents up there. Like logistically for the parents it seems difficult, but Sarah Charlie is very excited and I have to say Charlie and you have something in common. Um, where when you're traveling for a weekend, you oh, pack yeah. as if you're leaving for a month. <laughs> that is not where I thought you were going. With that <laughs> uh, yes, I am an overpacker. Yeah, he packed like, I mean, they were going for a weekend and he had one of those like, are, are they army bags? Like, what are those called? Those huge bags. Like duffel bags? Yeah, a, a like a duffel massive duffel bag. bag. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to pack everything. You never know. You need multiple outfit changes and options. You never know what you're going to need. He packed um, all his, like, N64, his Game Boy. <laughs> he was ready Yeah, we're trying to have a good time during Christmas. That's it. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 okay, so, like, for, I, was, I was going to say, like, yeah, like, I have a couple things uh, in common with Charlie Frost. One of which is that I'm a overpacker. Another thing is that I had a father who traveled for his work for most of the time during the year as well. And it is um, absolutely very difficult, especially as a kid, to understand why your parent is bouncing all the time. But, you know, Charlie Frost, you just got to grin and bear it. Like, just get over it. That's what yeah, I got to say to Charlie Frost. Well, Charlie is like really excited about this mountain trip. And this is where it gets tricky, Cody, because 
they get a phone call literally as they're packing the car and Jack goes in, he takes the call and they, he finds out that he's, he like gets offered an, uh, an opportunity to like go play his song for somebody on Christmas day with the opportunity of like, this could make, make it or break it. This can make us big. But like, Cody, what kind of monster is yeah. like, you must play for us on Christmas day. I yeah. don't care if you have how, kids. Yeah. How many movies have we seen where these, uh, or somebody has to meet with somebody big <laughs> on Christmas Eve or Christmas day, you know, they had to do it in elf and they had to do yeah. it here. So, you know, some big wig, you're like, you say some monster that wants to take away Christmas day from this family. How yeah. rude. <laughs> it's very rude. Uh, there's like this story at my workplace where it's like you always have to leave the computer or like check your emails even during Christmas because of like a few years before I started, one of the clients um, like called and we made one of our biggest sales ever at work. On so Christmas like, Day? On Christmas Day. So, like, there's, like, this whole thing where it's just, like, you got to check your emails. You never know when you're going to get a big sale. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, the, the this I thought this was interesting because Jack immediately is, like, no, I already promised, like, the family's going up to the mountains. I feel like it's Gabby who is then, like, no, but this could be it. This could be the moment. Yeah. And partly, I feel like, Sarah, Gabby to me. I feel like Gabby was like Jack's groupie at some point because she's like <laughs> so into him as a singer. Like yeah. I was cringing so hard when Michael Keaton as Jack Frost is like serenading her in the bedroom. Yeah. He's like whisper singing to her. Wow. I was like gaggy. You know so what? Like, sing me my song. My sing song. me my song. And isn't it like, you know, when I leave, I have like one tear and he even sang that like at the very end, when I say yeah. goodbye, I have one tear. Bitch, you're dead and you're saying goodbye. Maybe you should have one more tear to spare. But for Gabby, it's enough because you're right. You're right. This makes so much sense. Like, the only reason why, like, Gabby is so okay with him going off and traveling on this time is because she thinks that he's literally a beetle. Yeah, she's just like, oh, my God, my hot, sexy musician in his snowman hat. Yes, baby. Like, I just wouldn't date so a musician. That's the thing. I don't like. I don't really care. Like, I would just not date a like person in a in a rock band. That's not the life I want to live. Yeah, but she's she again. She's the one who is kind of like, oh, but we can make this work. Like, how much time is it going to take on Christmas? Like thirty minutes, and and like the entire time, it's like. Okay, at least Jack has the sense to be like, yeah, but I will miss Christmas morning. And I feel like the biggest mistake, Cody, is them having this conversation in front of Charlie. Right. Yeah. No, he's the one that that doesn't really want to do it. And that's what I said earlier, that it seems like they have this good relationship and just circumstances come about where they can't be fully happy. But mm -hmm. um yeah, she's the one pushing this. Why is she? Why is she doing that? She's she groupie. wants groupie. her husband to die. In she's like, storm. she's really desperate for the uh, life insurance. To be honest, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, Charlie is like pissed off. He is so angry. He throws the harmonica on the ground and he stomps away. Um, and so then we cut to 
Jack and Mac like in this on the in the car on the way to the gig and they're in the car for like two seconds and he's like you know what never mind this is silly I should be with my family <laughs> and I love the band's reaction because he's like yeah. oh will the band be upset and they're like hell no we want to have Christmas off too That's and right. I'm thinking Cody like they probably have families too sure yeah why didn't they speak up at the beginning hey no we don't want to do this we want to be with our family but jack is making us go yeah yeah but so jack takes the car sarah and he obviously didn't put his snow tires on because on his way up the mountain there's a super bad snowstorm he crashes the car and he dies and my question is does his his family must find out yeah they must find out through mac that like Oh my gosh, no, the tragedy's even worse because he wanted to come see you, you know? Yeah. I mean, I had a lot of questions because obviously we have a time jump at this point. Like, how long do we know he was missing? Did they have to do a full search for it? Like, I need more details. Yeah, we skipped that part. About all of the nitty gritty, but we do skip until to like the next year Whereas next year's Christmas, and we can tell that Charlie ha- is a changed man. Like, he is nine years old, and he is, like, like his life is real rough. Well, yeah, you know what He's, the sign of a, a tough a kid having a tough life is? He doesn't even want to play snowball fights with the no, bully. No, he his life is hardened. His heart is black. He doesn't want <laughs> to save the now third graders. And all he wants to do, he doesn't even want to make a snowman. All he wants to do is shovel snow for his mom. And Did he go through his emo and angst period early? Yes. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So he's he's definitely angsty at this point. But and... we've all had this moment, though, I will say, mm-hmm. to Charlie's credit, we've all had the moment where we're shoveling our driveway and we just get to the end and we're almost <laughs> done. And there comes that fucking snowplow boom big old pile of snow back in the driveway and i love that in this case first of all that was a heaping ass pile that that snowplow just plowed right into his driveway but i love how he's like sorry (laughs) at least he said sorry i really 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 hate snow and i hate shoveling snow it just makes me so depressed but good thing you don't have to do it anymore (laughs) missouri's kind of cold but you live in an apartment what are you snowing or shoveling I guess nothing. I guess I just have yeah. to just clean up your car and you're good clean to go. Up the car. All right. Well, we'll see. Anyway, so Gabby's really concerned because her daughter, um, her son is depressed, which is understandable. Yeah, I I feel like what the movie could have used is a little bit of like what has happened in the year since all of this went down, you know, nothing depressed depression. That's it. I know. But like, I mean, obviously this kid needs therapy. Like his dad died in a really tragic accident. And like, does the snowman even come to life if he's had therapy? Probably not. You know, like he probably isn't like channeling all of this weird energy. He will because the harmonica is magic. (laughs) Why does nobody else talk to the snowman? (laughs) Does it only work at, christmas time i don't know because we didn't get like a lay of the land of the rules here like we, we really don't somebody... know how this christmas magic works yeah. right like we need it somebody like it took forever to get to the death like didn't you think it was going to happen earlier in the movie yeah i i mean to be honest the whole movie i was a little bit like 
okay. <laughs> like, I, here we are. I honestly liked the movie up until the snowman came. Touchy-feely <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christmas movie up to that point, right? Very 90s oh Christmas movie. Well, the <laughs> best part was to me is that they're in Colorado and it's like it's snowy there a lot of the year, you know? Yeah. Um, I just found this movie yeah. extremely relatable until the snowman came. <laughs> Guess what? My dad who died never came back as a snowman. That would have been real good. Well, yeah. So he's like, I'm depressed. I'm going to make a snowman yeah. that apparently is supposed to look like my dad. Well, Let's that be was real. a very good snowman. It, not- it looked like a snowman. It did not look like Michael Keaton. Was it supposed to look like the snowman that he and his dad made the previous year? I guess so, but it had all the know, same. Oh, sorry, like, I don't mean to be that person, but like literally, all snowmen are just three white balls and then a couple buttons. <laughs> this is not true. He did such a good job with that snowman. That snowman had eyebrows and a concerned look on his face. That snowman then, had a cork for his nose. Yeah, but where's cork, the not, carrot? Not, yes, it, uh, you didn't look down. <laughs> the amount of times in this film that jack says my balls yes <laughs> like... yeah. we got a boob joke in the, yeah. In the film yeah. yeah bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything. From t-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets. And of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days. Like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection. Or the rich and polished premium slub crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour. American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code S-T-A-P-L-E-2-0.
Um, but yeah, and so he like he plays the harmonica before he goes to bed. And so then we get this scene where like, and this is where I get a little bit like, I want to know all the answers to the questions, right? Like, I want to know what has Jack been up to in this year since he's been dead? Like, because he comes into the snowman body and he's like confused that he's a snowman. Okay, so have you ever seen the movie Toothless with Kirstie Alley? Uh, I no. know uh, she have tooth fairy in it. Yeah. So this is like my favorite movie. And I always think about, it's not my favorite movie, but it's my favorite. Like, I love thinking about what this is, like what the afterlife is based off yeah. this movie, okay. because basically, uh, Kiersey Alley was a dentist. She dies. And then her afterlife job, well, they have to decide if she's going to hell or heaven is like, you need to like work, be a working woman and you're going to be the tooth fairy. So I feel as though he was working his afterlife job. <laughs> Which okay. I don't know what that would His, be. But. Okay, so I see. So it's very much like um, one of my favorite shows that I feel like was canceled too soon is Dead Like Me. And it's where they the character, like people who die become reapers and they have mm. to like help people's souls move on until they've done enough and then they get to move on. It's kind of like a purgatory. I like this. I like this idea of like he has a job in the meantime and a year in he's thinking okay it's heaven or hell time let's go baby and suddenly <laughs> i would cody i would be pissed if it was like ready for the determining time of if i go to heaven or hell and i come back as a fucking snowman <laughs> <laughs> you're like wait a minute i didn't think that reincarnation was one of the options that's an option three that's out of nowhere it just seemed like you had unfinished business with yeah. charlie that he had to deal with and so yeah. that yeah. whoever the power is is saying oh go deal with this thing but guess what you have to do it through snowman yeah you sucked as a dad the first yeah. time so we're gonna give you another opportunity but you don't have legs why yeah. couldn't he come back as chester who the hell's chester the dog the star of the movie oh. jessica chester was <laughs> amazing wait do you know that chester was played by the renowned dog actor mr chips well, what else has Mr. Chips done? What is the IMDb of Mr. Chips? Uh, I don't know, but I just Mr. love, I love it anytime anybody puts a Mr. in front of a dog's name, like <laughs> Mr. Chips. Mr. Chips dog. He's so formal. Uh, Dr. Chips. Is like <laughs> I'll tell you what Mr. Chips has done. He has an yes, IMDb. Please. He's like an interesting breed because I feel like I never see that type of dog on. He's a wire like, fox like terrier. Golden, yeah, yeah, golden terrier of some sort. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I don't think Mr. Chips had any other jobs. Devastating. <laughs> he's not a working actor no more. But my favorite is when he's just like, hey, Jack, it's your dad. Hey, Jack, from like out the, or excuse me, hey, Charlie, from like out the window. And Charlie is fucking terrified of this snowman that's just talking to him. <laughs> I would be too. I mean, yes. And so he goes outside and he like discovers that the snowman is talking. And of course he's like, it's your dad. And he's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> I wouldn't either. And I feel like Cody at this point, it's Mac's responsibility. Cause he's like babysitting Charlie while the mom is out Christmas shopping or something. And it's like, Mac should take this a little more seriously. I think 
because this kid is saying that there's a snowman talking to him outside and i would feel like that's grounds for like a mental breakdown sure um but mac is just snoozing away in his little lazy yeah. boy <laughs> so okay first off this is 1998 uh Charlie's what eight nine years old at this point. Yeah. Aren't kids home alone? They're not being babysit at this time, are they? I was I was home alone at eight nine years old. I don't know that I would have been left alone okay. at that age. Like I feel like it's cuspy. Like I feel like double digits maybe is when I was left alone. But I had an older brother, so I guess it's hard to say. Okay, but uh, Mac was out cold in his chair with the TV on. He really wasn't doing much yeah. babysitting anyway. No. <laughs> irresponsible uh, babysitter but yeah it's not until and apparently jack is the only one who called charlie charlie boy but it's not until he calls him charlie boy after he like i think isn't this after when he does the like the super snowball fight with his like stick arms he's like yes. like cannoning the snowball <laughs> fight the mm. uh sled slash uh snowboard uh uh chase yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely. Ri I just don't understand how he was so strong when he has sticks for arms, you know? You know, hey, it's a magical snowman. You start questioning things now. And yeah. we're just, I don't know where we go from here. <laughs> We've already asked too many questions. Yeah. But yeah, he like, once he realizes it is his dad, he's like talking to him all the time. He, they talk about hockey and apparently, because he was super into hockey at the beginning of the film, but yeah. in this year where his dad, like his dad had passed, it seems like he quit the team because, I mean, I guess that makes sense. He like, it was like his favorite hobby, but he just doesn't find the joy in it anymore very much signs of depression right like just like not something he's interested in and he tells uh the snowman jack that like they changed the position that he had played or something like originally he was offense and they changed him to defense and the dad was like no you're, you're better at offense like dads do uh <laughs> but he like he his his form of parenting sarah is like okay I'm going to, we're going to play hockey together. We're going to get into snowball fights together. Yeah. It's, it's the typical like thing when dads are like, oh, I got to babysit my kid. It's like, you don't have to babysit your kid. You're raising your child, but uh, this isn't how he knows how to relate. It's like through sports, like typical, mm -hmm. like man to man stuff. But yeah. I did think that it was cute that um, he really, had the realization that he was put back onto this earth as a snowman to make it up and spend time with Charlie. And he did like, he really was, fo I mean, when he wasn't getting bulldozed away by a snowplow, he was really focused on his son, which I thought was like very endearing. Yeah, I think the, the sports thing makes sense. If you remember in Charlie's room, it's loaded with sports yeah. posters you had so hockey much. you had the denver broncos you had wayne gretzky um his he had pillows that were colorado avalanche so it sounds like they're both really into sports mm -hmm. and especially hockey yeah. yeah it's interesting and i didn't i didn't mind that obviously it's very um because it's like snowy it's icy you know it fits with the winter kind mm -hmm. of theme anyway but i thought it was interesting that like it's not music that brings them together. You know what I mean? Just because well, you'd think, yeah. oh, well, he's a musician. Like that well, would make I a lot of sense. I also like that because the conversation that Charlie had with Mac was like, 
you know, my dad was a musician. Like, did he ever want that for me? I feel like I'm disappointing my dad in a way for not following in his footsteps. And I like that Mac was like, no, like your dad just wanted you to find something that you were passionate about and do that, which I think is like really, really nice that he encouraged his son to play hockey. Like maybe Jack was like, never sports guy but his son took interest in it so he took interest in it which yeah. i thought was kind of interesting because um i think it's it's more interesting than charlie playing music because his dad was a musician mm-hmm. yeah that's true but yeah he does like all of these like fatherly things they're bonding they're sledding they're snowboarding they're doing hockey together but it's uh, and and on, at the same time, we have everyone getting really concerned that he's talking to a snowman. Um, <laughs> and like, like the mom is concerned, Mac is concerned, even his friends, like he ends up getting back on the hockey team. Um, but his friends are like picking him up, waiting in the car and they see him talking <laughs> to the snowman. <laughs> and I think one of the funnier things was the coach of the hockey team who seems like a total asshole and is one of those coaches that's like too invested in children's sports when these kids are like 11 like this is not life or death but like he gets accosted by the snowman and he goes on the news to be like we're not talking about the snowman no talking snowman (laughs) and so it's funny that he doesn't like buy it i don't know i guess he does buy into it but he doesn't speak up really so it's just charlie like left on his own repeatedly talking to the snowman um but the thing is he has this big hockey game and but the snow is melting winter is ending the snow is melting and so then we get sarah this huge like we have the trek all the way across town i'm a snowman the asphalt is hot (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he has to. He so basically, Charlie's game is across town, and the whole thing is that like Jack does not want to miss his son's game again because that was the whole thing, right? Like, that's Mm -hmm. that's what he's feeling so guilty about that he was never there for his son, so he has to go on this major truck. And it's a uncharacteristically warm day for a December in Colorado. They were saying that the the weather was in the 40s to 60s. So the snow was probably going to melt. So as he travels, we get Jack melting away. Uh, he's he's withering away from mm-hmm. the sun. And it's very concerning. Ultimately... So he gets to the hockey game, which is an indoor ice rink, and Charlie through, what, through the help of Mister what was it, Chips, Mister Chips, oh, Mister Chips is uh, Chester. Chester, Chester saves Chester the day. Chester on a little, he was a little, uh, was it husky sledding dog? It, it, it's like oh, Matt yeah, yeah, pulling yeah. the Grinch in the sled. Yes, yeah. yeah. A tiny little pup saves the day. Thank goodness. Thank you, Mr. Chips. And uh, the thing is, (laughs) is that he finally gets to the ring, gets to see his kid play the game, which it was interesting because it was like the championship or something. But his like Gabby wasn't there. So I don't know. But the the, Gabby, where are you? Where were you? Game at work. Exactly. The bank. Yeah. But the issue is he's melting. So then he's like, I got to get you somewhere else. 
You are in an indoor ice rink. That is the coldest place in town. Why are you moving him out of there? Yeah, couldn't he just be like the mascot or yes. just hang yeah. out? Be the main attraction there. Hey, come see the talking snowman. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't understand why they had to move him. But this is like, no, Charlie says, it's okay. We'll just bring you up the mountain. And that way it's always snowy there. But I would disagree. And I would say like a chest freezer or oh, like yeah. a walk-in freezer is going to provide local restaurant. Exactly. Because how do you get idea. all the way up to the freaking mountain, you know? You, or go to the stop and shop, go to the store. Yeah, this was really silly. And then Charlie was like trying to tell his mom and other people of the truth. And everyone was like, you're crazy, Charlie. Like you're losing it. We're yeah. not going to bring you to therapy because it's the 90s, but you better figure this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> you better. I don't know how you're going to figure it out, but you better do it. My uh, favorite thing is how every movie we cover in the 90s, it's always like, these people need therapy. <laughs> they do, but we won't do that for we you. Didn't do it back then, no. Because yeah. you're A, a man, and B, it's the 90s, and that's stupid talk. So I especially love <laughs> earlier in the movie, because we haven't talked too much about the, the bully. Mm-hmm. in the film um but earlier in the movie when, when it's it's like right after we have the jump in time and they're like charlie walks outside and the bully is like gonna like throw snowballs at him one of his friends is like oh he's not even fun to bully anymore since his dad died <laughs> wait well on my favorite... no my dad <laughs> well, yeah, this is like the craziest thing because like this is my favorite line of the whole movie because right when he's about to take his dad up the mountain he runs into the bully again and he's like bully, <laughs> please don't bully me i'm just trying to bring my dad up to the mountain <laughs> and he then finally like the bully believes him because jack talks to him and he's like you know what i don't want to bully you anymore go up the mountain because a snowman dad is better than no dad <laughs> <laughs> died when this happened and he's they're in the back of this like giant truck right and he's like bye it gave me very big uh big vibes of um bye buddy hope you find your dad i have a question (laughs) would you rather have no dad or snowman dad i don't think i would i think i'd rather have no dad because the just the pressure of finding somebody that has no dad the pressure the pressure of finding a spot for him to stay is like you know especially with global warming like he totally fucked very (laughs) stressful i i i had some other thoughts on the bully because at the beginning he had like a like a beef stick in his mouth like it was a cigar like he's the general out on a (laughs) battlefield of 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 snowball fights and then throughout the movie it seemed like his frosted tips kept getting bigger yeah. and bigger well because a year passed cody yeah. so you know well, they had to get big yeah <laughs> he's the real jack frost is yeah. that your conspiracy theory cody <laughs> yeah that's it yeah yeah that's oh my gosh it was so funny and like absolutely ridiculous like that he's just like okay fine i'll stop being a complete jerk <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, but they do get up to the cabin again with this like truck that they're in and so they make it there and so jack as a snowman calls his wife and it's like you need to come pick up charlie and she's just like wait a minute jack 
No. Like, who is this? It's too much. And so she gets up there. Oh, and also I forgot to mention this earlier in the movie, but one of my favorite parts is after Charlie has made the snowman that will turn into Jack and she like comes home from like work yes. or something and she goes up and like almost hugs the snowman from behind, which is so weird because it's a snowman. And she's like, oh yeah, you're going to need this scarf, buddy. It's cold. And I'm like, who would, who would do this? <laughs> That's that's where the carrot comes in. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I did tell Adam that I would still be with him if he was a snowman. Would you still be with uh, Mrs. Cody if she was a snow woman? Absolutely. Exactly. Love is love, Jessica. (laughs) Love always wins. Snow wife is better than no wife. See, you know what? As I was watching this movie, I was like, is it a good movie? No, not really. But it's going to make a great podcast. <laughs> um, so she comes up there and we haven't talked a ton about like the actual physical Jack Frost. Like obviously it's it's like a physical animatronic thing that was made and apparently it was made in like Jim Henson's like, you know, he's very famous. Um made for like through his like creature shop so he like did all the sesame streets and the muppets and all that but they made this uh animatronic snowman in his shop but apparently it was supposed to be george clooney not michael keaton which is kind of funny considering like the batman connection um and so they originally had made the snowman like the facial features to match like clooney but i don't see george clooney in this snowman either You don't see the eyebrows, the dark eyebrows. Those are specifically Clooney eyebrows. Bet. Okay. <laughs> um. So, uh. But yeah. So they. She gets up the mountain, and she's like so shocked, and like they have to say goodbye. Basically, this is like to, wait, to your point, Sarah. He has fulfilled his fatherly duties. He's taught Charlie all the things he needs to teach him. So he's going to be a snowman no longer. I guess he's finally going to get to pass on to the afterlife now. Mm -hmm. And this moment is so wild because he starts to like dissolve or like dissipate, which I'm like, why the fuck did we bring him all the way up to the mountain then? If this was going to happen, (laughs) it's a waste of time. It is. No, it's not Jessica because he completed his goal of going to the mountain on Christmas with his son. Oh, okay. So it wasn't a waste of everyone's time. No, of course <laughs> not. But I love the like, so he's like sp- speaking so nicely to like his wife and, and son. I'll be with you forever. I love you. And we get this like swirling Cody and suddenly yep. he's no longer, it's like a visage of Michael Keaton. <laughs> the ghost of Michael Keaton. God, it's too much. It really is. And like just as suddenly as this movie begins, this movie is over. Like it shot to the it's, credits it's so quickly. Yeah. Especially because um if I watched this on HBO, I don't know how everybody yep. else watched Max. it, but like yep. when Max does that, it like it shrinks the film to like a picture in picture type thing because it wants mm-hmm. you to choose the next thing. And oh. I was flabbergasted. I was like, oh, oh, we're done. Okay, we're done. <laughs> no, I actually maximized mine back up just to have it extend a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, because it's it just felt like oh, and now we're okay. He's fulfilled his fatherly duties. That's it. No, it cuts to the next year. 
Yes, it does. You don't serious. lie to me. No, I'm serious. I watched it on Hulu. It cuts it, to the next year? It cuts to the next year. And then we see Charlie again. And then I think he's like all happy again and then we follow mr chips like all the way like down the block literally right now to yeah. call sarah's bluff Let's i'm see. telling the truth Jack Frost, we're I looking we're go watch it on hulu he dissipates and then it Cuts to the next year. Mac is playing piano. Hold on. I'm telling the truth. He's Hold on. Piano. Okay, I'm I'm getting There's a Lisa Loeb song on, and then we see Mr. Chips run outside because this was something that I wanted to talk about. <gasps> Mr. Oh Chips my God, you're so out. right. It does. Why did Max not show us Max this? Max must have cut I... that off. Because yeah, I'm watching been... it now. So Mac is playing piano. Mac, Mac has an earring. Yeah. He. So then Mr. Chips goes outside. Um, Gabby lets him out. Charlie's playing hockey in the hallway, in the hallway, in the driveway. He's happy again. And then I don't know where Mr. Chips goes, but he runs He's away. Done. His, you know what? Maybe. Okay. I have a theory. Are you ready? Yeah. It, Mr. The, Chips yeah. is also working. Mr. Oh. Chips is a reincarnated human who yeah. died and had to yeah. fulfill his doggy duties and yeah. now his job is done and he can go off to the afterlife. Thank goodness. Because it zooms out and we see all these other snowmen with their boys and dads building the snowmen. But yeah. no Mr. Chips. So where's Mr. Chips just going? He, he pieces out. He's had enough. I, I can't believe you thought that I was lying. I feel like I'm being very Because it here. sounds like you would lie about that. Now, I can I'm tell from your face that you were like probably telling the truth. But sometimes you just love <laughs> to be like, no. And now it's a year later. I can't believe that uh, HBO cut that whole part Here, out. Can we say, can we share the screen so that Cody doesn't think we're bullshitting? <laughs> I don't know if Hulu's going to let me. I could try. I'm doing it. Oh, there Here. you go. Yeah, Here. look at there's, there's, there's Mr. Chips. Chips. And look, okay. he's he's walking down the hall. Where is he going? I don't oh, yeah, know. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And then it oh, goes to the... Yeah, I saw that. And then it goes That's not to the, the next credit. year, though, is it? Is that not the same year? I, I mean, it, I don't know, but... Because I, I will say Charlie looks remarkably similar in three years of his life. Like he did not grow at all. So is his little girlfriend. His little girlfriend's one. He has a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about yeah. Natalie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got yeah, we got talking about Natalie. Did you look Nat up Natalie's IMDb? Yeah. Okay. No. So there were a few people that I recognized in this film. Um, that the ugly Lawrence brother. Stop it! Don't be mean to Andrew Lawrence. <sighs> Jessica. We have talked about this for like four years straight. I know. Uh, we talk Lawrence about this brothers, literally all the time. Yeah, this is my favorite theory. The Lawrence brothers are like a printer that's running out of ink. The more <laughs> you print out a Lawrence brother, the less the good Lawrence. looking they become. So so is it is it uh, Matthew, then Joey, and then? No, Joey, then Matthew, then Joey Andy. Matthew. Yeah. Then, okay. Um, so the thing that's interesting about this is that we have not one, but two people from Dawson's Creek in this movie, Sarah. Who? Okay. Cody knows one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't believe you didn't rec. I mean, I will say I thought one was more recognizable but than the other. For starters, the uh, mean-ass bully, I'm surprised you didn't recognize him, Sarah. He plays Patrick, who is... 
the guy in like the final season that's like hitting on Joey. He's a child and he's dating Professor Hudson's daughters. Oh, yeah, that's who he is. No, of course I'm not gonna remember him. You didn't recognize him. The Mm. other person is Natalie herself. Who? Guess who she played? Harley. Oh, Oh. so that couple is in this film, but as uh, as like uh, enemies now. That is some interesting factoids, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Obviously, they're I, much older. Once I have down, she also yeah. played uh, young Zelda in an episode of Sabrina. Oh, oh. interesting. Yeah, I, d- I definitely wouldn't have been able to say that. That's Sabrina. for sure. I love Sabrina, yeah. the teenage But witch. I will say, like, most of the young kids in this, like, I recognized in terms of, like, oh, yeah, they were in other 90s stuff. You know what I mean? They all of that, like, all the boys have the mushroom cut. <laughs> Like, or or frosted tips or frosted yeah. tips you know yeah um yeah such a look yeah but this movie is crazy like it's absolute insanity it makes pretty much no sense um i remembered it being like much sadder when i was a kid it was now- sad jessica <laughs> I think I the middle part, the, the the thing that really got me was the snow shoveling. Uh, at that time, they were playing uh, Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. So that, that kind of hit me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good song. It yeah. is a good song. This was a sad movie. It was very sad. <laughs> it was. It was kind of sad. It was but so like, sad. It I just was... remembered it being more sad when I was a kid. But I think I was distracted by the ridiculousness of the whole thing this time. Yeah. Um, so I didn't find it as sad. So this is one thing that I've been wanting to talk about since they talked about it on the show or on the movie was uh, when they were getting ready to go and they were getting ready to sign or he was getting ready to go audition to sign the contract. She was talking about all the things that he can get Gabby. And one of the things was a new Porsche. And Ooh. she said, if it's not a Jeep, it's a sissy car. Yes. I forgot. I was going to bring that up because didn't we just have a conversation yes. about Jeeps recently yes. and yes. how like there's the ducks and that right. like there's Jeep people. Jeep people are very proud people. We are. We are very proud Oh my people. God. You're a Jeeper. Yes. yes. Do you call so yourselves actually, Jeepers? The, do you call so yourselves Jeepers Creepers? I do not. Nope. <laughs> no. yeah, nobody does. <laughs> I had uh, a Jeep Wrangler from 96 <gasps> to uh, 2002. And then just recently, a couple of years ago, I bought a Jeep Grand Cherokee. So um, wow. I'm a very loyal Jeep driver. Did so. you have? I've never duck? been ducked. I've never been ducked. You've well, never yeah. been ducked. I've never it's been only, ducked. It's no. only Wranglers. So yeah, it's only Wranglers. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you're not yes. allowed to. You're not allowed no, to duck no, unless it's no. a specific Jeep. This yeah. is a very like elitist of these specific Jeep people. The, the Wrangler people are the elitist. Yes. Yeah. But can you still do the Jeep wave if you don't have? I've tried as a Grand Cherokee driver, and <laughs> they <laughs> won't do it. Rejected. Wave back. <laughs> That is so funny. That is oh wild. My, this is so interesting. Rejected. I, they don't have they don't have names for that. Like I'm so surprised it's not like a jeeper or like a jeeper screepers. Like oh. that makes so much sense to me. I don't. I think that they just want their ducks just. to be left alone. To be I honest. saw a TikTok today of someone who because you know how the jeeps always have like the wheels on the on the back or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who took like garland and wrapped it all the way around to make it look like a wreath well, that's very cute, cute. Mm-hmm. i don't know that it would hold up in the in the weather if you live in the northeast but what do you think of the cars that have like the antlers 
Um, I always think about how disgusting those things must get because they get like soggy and wet. Oh, but I, I, th- I don't I've know. I've never thought about that before. Cody, do you decorate your car for the holidays? I, I don't know. No. Maybe mm. that's why the Jeepers don't leave at you. That's, that's it. Yes. <laughs> you uh, just get so many ducks for so cheap on Timu. Stop trying to get people to shop on that website. <laughs> you can buy a hundred ducks for six seventy eight. Oh my god! I would be so pissed if I ducked people and they didn't duck me back. Like if I yeah. was ducking people everywhere and people. I feel like this is a thing though because when we went on a cruise, apparently it's also a thing to like hide ducks on cruises. And mm-hmm. I wasn't made aware. I'm, I'm not aware of that. Yeah, Jess, no, that's just another swingers game that you put <laughs> That is not in. a swingers game. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just another swingers game. Not. Jess attracts the swingers. Like, you have no idea, Cody. You have Every upside down she... pineapples and didn't even know. Yeah. yeah. I Every... didn't realize pineapples were like a symbol of swingers. <laughs> I had no idea. She, everywhere she goes, the swingers find her. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Um, um, have you all done other Michael Keaton movies? No, I don't. I mean, you I just talked so. about Beetlejuice in Why November. Mm. No, so we didn't do Beetlejuice. So right, what, what you talked no, about, you talked about we, doing. We it. almost talked about doing it. Yeah. Uh, it didn't win the poll, but yeah. also it was also a 1989 movie. Whoopsie, Apparently. but it's yeah. fine. I'm just looking right now because he was yeah because he's Batman for 89 and 92, and I know yeah. people have wanted us to cover Batman Returns, which is the the 92 Batman movie that Michael Keaton is, and that's is a Christmas in. movie. That's the Christmas. And it's a Christmas movie. Yes, Why it was on our poll that? I think at one point, and and it didn't. Win. Not this year. No, it was like oh, we didn't oh my god, you know what year. movie that I remember that Michael Keaton was in that I watched when I was a kid? What's that? Multiplicity. Yes. Did you ever see that, Sarah? No, I don't know. Let me tell is. you the premise because it's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, so, so you're saying that Michael Keaton's not a serious actor. No, he definitely is a serious actor. Yes. Are you I don't I don't I don't know. He's a comedic serious actor, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um so he it's a man and he's able to duplicate himself by machine each duplicate developing a different personality causing problems and so basically he like multiplies himself and then they cause so mayhem he, he himself he cloned yeah he cloned himself basically and they are a bunch of times menaces yes do That's they get the... smaller the more he duplicates no himself? they're all normal sized <laughs> huh <laughs> What a question. <laughs> the question you have? Does he get smaller? Well, the hundredth oh time God. you do it, he's probably tiny, right? No, no. he's not using like a 3D printer. <laughs> he's cloning um, himself. Anyway, it's not like also, my TV. Every time we talked about hockey, did you say did you think uh Topic? Topic. Oh, Topic. This is our second movie we've talked about hockey. Yeah, we love oh, hockey. Oh, oh, to- I thought for some reason I thought Topic was like one word and it was a name. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought you were, yeah, T O P I C, Topic. Got it. Uh, yeah, we we love talking about hockey as evidenced by our coverage of um what's it called? Mighty Ducks. Yes. Love hockey. Big fan to all you Canadians out there. <laughs> love hockey. Um yeah, that was the movie. It was insane. Uh, I still had a lot of fun chatting about it because it's so insane. I don't think I'll make this like an annual Christmas movie that I'm going to watch. But I did enjoy my time with it while it lasted. And I will say, mm-hmm. it's about an hour and a half long, which we love to see it. 
Cody, is there any holiday movie that you do watch every single year? Yeah, I actually have an iTunes playlist uh, <gasps> on the Christmas movie, so I can pull that up real quick. Well, yeah, what's I, I'm yeah, very curious uh, about what's on that list. Obviously, like the all the Home Alones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, I've got the uh, original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful mm-hmm. Life. Uh, a Christmas Story is a much watch. Gotta, yep. Uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Um, oh. Die Hard is on there. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Scrooge, Christmas Vacation, uh, the Santa Claus movie, and the Grinch movies. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good J- Jess, yeah. how about you? Is there any Christmas movie that you watch every every year? Uh, we always watch A Christmas Story. That is always on. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually watch Elf um home alone i mean like pretty much the classics we're more into the funny not the like i don't usually watch um like miracle on 34th street or whatever i can't remember the name of 32nd mm-hmm. street 31st street yeah uh and there's a 90 version of that as well yeah i knew because that has the girl yes. from matilda right yes yeah. yeah so we're not we don't usually watch those and i don't usually watch the one that's like really sad where he's like mm-hmm. a ghost um we don't usually watch those but i do love to watch uh, and this is usually while we're decorating as we put on all of the office Christmas episodes. Um, oh. So that's like a fun tradition I yep. like to do is just watch like the Christmas episodes of some of my favorite shows. So like yep. the office and friends are friends, usually yep. like the ones we'll yep. do. That's usually fun. and friends is usually more Thanksgiving because they have like way better Thanksgiving episodes and Christmas episodes. But yeah, what about you, Sarah? Anything on your rotating annual list? Uh, no, I do enjoy a cheesy Christmas movie a la a Hallmark movie or mm-hmm. the streaming services. So that's usually what I focus on. Yeah, Hot Christmas Ghost. Yeah, my favorite one is called Hot Christmas Ghost. Except it's actually not called that. It is. Sarah doesn't like to admit it. It's called The Spirit of Christmas and it's not streaming anywhere anymore. Except on YouTube. It's, it's on YouTube. If you want to Google yeah. it, go yeah. by all Hot, means. Yeah. It's, um, Give it's people about... the elevator sales pitch on Hot Christmas Okay, Ghost. so Hot Christmas Ghost is, it starts the same way that all Hallmark Christmas movies go, where this big shot city girl who's a reporter goes to a small town. Mm-hmm. And in this one in particular, she... Um, is writing a story on this house that just so happens to be haunted by a hot Christmas ghost. He's a ghost that is hot and it takes place during Christmas. And he comes from like the Civil War revolutionary times and somebody the Civil killed War him. revolutionary times. <laughs> sure. And somebody <laughs> somebody killed him and the mystery is like who killed him? Because he's trying to remember, uh, and he doesn't recall. So that's the that's the whole the, the movie. There you go. If you want to find it, feel free. If you want to watch better Christmas movies, there are so many. <laughs> no, it's a good movie. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for the holiday season. We still have one more movie we're covering this month. Sarah, do you want to reveal to the listeners what we're watching? Um, yeah. So it's really interesting because I just saw like an article come out recently um, that Jonathan Taylor Thomas has been spotted for the first time in a while in public. Is he a recluse? <laughs> what is <laughs> happening? He's kind of a recluse. Yeah. 
he was spotted. And uh, so in celebration of that, we are watching the movie I'll Be Home for Christmas. Not starring celebration of Christmas. It's just a celebration of a TTT spotting. <laughs> exactly. And the funny thing about this movie yeah. is literally every single year since we started this podcast, it has yeah. been on our list to cover. And every single year we're like, nah, we're going to do something <laughs> else. Yeah, it's so on Disney. It's on Disney+. Plus. It has Jessica Biel in it, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, um, other people. Mm-hmm. And um, this was like the height of his hotdom. Yeah, I home improvement times. Yeah, I think yes. it's like mid home improvement. It's okay. he's like not a child, so people yeah. are like, "Yeah, we could say he's hot." You know. And, and so, wasn't the story that he was going to go off to Africa in Home Improvement? I, feel I like don't. That's why he left the show. Oh, I don't mean. Uh, okay. You know, I was watching. I was watching it. Yes, but I don't. I don't remember. Spoiler alert for those that haven't seen Home Improvement. <laughs> Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jess. I don't. I. I'm gonna send you this picture of JTT. It seems like his printer ink has run out as well. Oh no. <gasps> what? That's not him. Hold on. I'm. Wow. Okay. I think the problem is yeah. Share it to Cody. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna share my screen, Cody, so you can see, and we'll we'll we're gonna describe exactly what is happening here because. Okay, so the main issue I think is first of all, it's not a flattering photo. No, no. The main issue (laughs) is that he has his mouth open and there's like a string of spittle. So that's like, you know, that's not great. Um, he's also wearing a beanie, but like it's very high up on his head, and he has like very circular framed glasses. Um, I like how do we know this is him? I don't think this is him. It is. How do you know? because tmz said so oh i guess in this last photo it looks more like him this is so yeah. awful the former actor stopped at a convenience store to refill his cup mug yeah. then leave him be this is not how i want to see my celebrities <laughs> yeah. i don't want to see my celebrities in the real world i don't yeah. oh look at this little picture of him at the end he has this little stupid little hat on backwards um oh the last God. time we saw him was 2013 probably because this is what happens when he goes out in public is pe- he's staring right at the camera in this picture he's like oh no yeah they found <laughs> me anyway poor jtt just leave him alone you know like britney leave leave him alone <laughs> do you see macaulay culkin got his uh star all the, the hollywood yes, yes <gasps> did, did you see, see that um what's her face was Brenda there in song. like well, that's his wife, but no. That's his wife. And Catherine O'Hara? Is adorable. Thank you, Catherine O'Hara. Oh, Catherine she, was, she was there yeah. and she spoke about him. His son looks like a clone of him. Like, they look so... Yes, multiplicity. <laughs> they look the same. Yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Macaulay Culkin. I saw... I'm just going to say, I saw Rory Culkin was there. Um, where's the other Culkin brother? Uh, where, Why where is are everybody- you at, Kieran? Aren't there? There's seven McCulkin kids, ma'am. But Kieran is also famous, and so where was he? Nowhere. There's seven Culkin kids, and only one of them escaped um, being forced into acting. uh, Acting. Yeah. Well, Kieran Culkin's killing it. So you know, really, what is Kieran Culkin doing? (laughs) What's he doing now? Yeah. What's he? What's he doing? Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm sorry. I, this, I wasn't even trying to be an asshole. Kieran Culkin plays Roman Roy on my right. favorite show, Succession. I didn't know. I really didn't know. Oh, that, was, that was like a 
just ended. He's allowed no, a break, you know? No, it seems like he's not a working actor no more. Oh, my God. Anyway, this was so fun. <laughs> I did see him in the movie Igby Goes Down, which in which I that? it's a movie starring this guy. This Kieran guy, Kieran Culkin. Culkin. <laughs> yeah. So I sold Igby Goes Down from Walgreens. And it was definitely like a payback story because when I was playing the movie, it's it, it's it was skipping. It didn't start working. So Karma, Karma is a movie that you steal from Walgreens when you're 14. That's the well, name of the game. <laughs> anyway, that was the movie. That was some rundown on the Culkin brothers. <laughs> <laughs> JTT. Um, Cody, thank you so much for joining us yet again, Absolutely. putting up with our shenanigans. Let's not watch another year. Let's do it more frequently movie. than no, of year. course. Yes, yeah. anytime. Uh, what else do you have going on? Where can people find you if they want to hear more from you? Absolutely. So we're busy over on AGT Time Pod. We're doing our rewatchables right now. Uh AGT Fantasy League is actually going to be starting up January 1st. So we'll be covering that. We're real excited because we feel this is we didn't come up with this our fans came up with this that we feel that agt stole the fantasy league idea from us oh wow we were the Sue first them. to do agt fantasy leagues should have put a patent on it we should have we should have copyrighted it, registered yeah. it trademarked it whatever it Ugh. was so, but anyway we're not bitter about that at all we're still going to cover it <laughs> uh so yeah uh you can find us on our website agt time pod or on Twitter, Threads, Instagram, TikTok, AGT Time Pod. Incredible. Sarah, do you have anything you want to plug here today? Um, I really liked the Beyonce Renaissance movie. There you go. I heard it was three hours long. It it was three hours long. That mm. is true. It was, yeah. And um, it's not like Beyonce needs more publicity from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm plugging it for her. She, her life is fine. Um, yeah. As for me, you could hear me over at Pusher Recaps, uh, where I'm doing full spoiler recaps with Grace Leader. And all month long, we're doing 2023 in review. So you'll hear me on a couple of those podcasts as well. Uh, in the meantime, stick around with us. We're doing I'll Be Home for Christmas very soon, as we mentioned. And of course, we're covering Felicity, which has just been oodles of fun because Felicity mm -hmm. lost her mind. It doesn't matter what episode I'm talking about because it's an evergreen comment because Felicity loses her mind literally every episode. Uh, so check out that podcast. You could check us out at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to send in feedback, Shit90sPod.com or Shit90sPod at gmail.com are the ways to do so. And we appreciate you listening along to our holiday content. We hope you stay warm. We hope that your dad doesn't turn into a snowman. Um, anything else? <laughs> we hope that you uh, don't get bullied with ice, ice balls, snowballs. And Sarah, stop it. <laughs> Can you just end the podcast? We had a <laughs> snow boob <laughs> reference in the movie. I mean, come on. Uh, have a good one, everybody. Bye. Just Midnight shows taught me. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.